Hello and welcome to episode three of Three Things with JR. Third Thing. That's the name of the episode. And uh, what we do in this show is I read you three things that were on my mind back in 2013 when I came up with the idea for three things and started throwing things out on Facebook. It was just random thoughts about stuff and I wanted to share them. And I'm going to follow that up with three things I'm thinking about today. So three things, the podcast. Let's jump right into the old things. This is from August 10th. 2013. On my mind that night as I was drifting off to sleep. Number one, marriage and babies. Today we made plans to go to Iowa to see yet another cousin get married. And we got the news that Chester and Megan are having a little girl. Little girls are the best. So yeah, at that time I'd had several cousins uh, getting married out in the Midwest in uh, either Ohio or Iowa. And this was Cousin John getting married in Iowa, and we took the opportunity to make a huge vacation out of it. We went and rode four-wheelers in West Virginia, visited some family in Ohio, and then drove to Iowa to see a wedding. And that marriage lasted a year or less. And so, still a great time. Loved it. Uh, also, right around that time, we got the news that our uh, our stepson, my stepson Chester, and his wife Megan were about to have a baby, or going to, they were pregnant. They were going to have a baby, and that little baby is now seven years old. Aria, love you. Uh, and uh, yeah, I just love little girls. I had a little girl myself, Allison, and uh, I have three granddaughters. So lots of little girls in my life right now, and it's fantastic. Number two, I get to play music that I helped create tomorrow. There are few greater pleasures than that. Uh, this must have been a night right before we were going into the studio to record Ice House Road's CD, The More You Drink, The Better We Sound. Ice House Road is the country band I was in for a long time. Uh, the band is uh, not officially broken up, but uh, we're not really doing anything anymore. I'm in a different band now called Big. Uh, the word uh, Big is the name of the band. The album we created is called Small. That's right. We're hilarious. Uh, uh, both of uh, Ice House Road's CD, uh, The More You Drink, The Better We Sound, and Big's CD, Small, are on Spotify and all the other streaming platforms. They're available for download and streaming, so you might want to check them out. Number three, what do restaurants do with all the yolks when customers order egg white omelets? I want an egg yolk omelet, and I should get a discount. And now a drum solo. And now it's time for three things that are on my mind today, here in April of 2020. Number one, uh, a friend said to me the other day that something was peachy, and I got to wondering, how come peachy won over nectarini? Aren't they basically the same fruit? And how come something that's great is described as peachy, but nothing is ever described as nectarini? It's arguably more fun to say. It's a little, little bit of a tongue twister. You got to wrestle with it a little bit, but uh, I think it sounds great. And I think uh, my friend was right when he said that the, the reason peachy won over nectarini is because peaches are fuzzy. And fuzzy is always better than not fuzzy. Peach versus nectarine, sure, fuzzy. Navels, way better when the navel is fuzzy. Cats, 
Fuzzy cats are way better than not fuzzy cats. And guitar sounds. I love a fuzzy sounding guitar way better than a non-fuzzy sounding guitar. So yeah, I think he's right. Fuzz is the reason that we call things peachy when they're great. Number two, Footloose and Flashdance. Uh, during the quarantine here, my girlfriend and I watched a couple classic movies from the 80s. One I had seen before, Footloose, many times. Love it. It holds up, mostly. The other one I had not ever seen before, Flashdance. My mom wouldn't let me see it when it came out, and I was bummed. But I was also like 10, so it's probably she probably made the right call there. So I watched both of these movies with today's eyes, and uh, here's some hot takes on these classic 80 movies that I watched the other day. First, Footloose. The principal in that movie was burning books, and I think he was kind of like the Wren McCormick of the old fogies. Wren was the Kevin Bacon character that was pushing the whole uh, town to embrace music and dancing, and uh, the preacher man wasn't having any part of that. Just like when the principal wanted to burn those books, the preacher wasn't having any part of that either. He had to stop him. So the preacher, or the, I'm sorry, the principal was just like the Wren McCormick of the old fogies. For a town so concerned with the well-being of its youth after a bad accident killed like four beloved seniors, they also seemingly allow all of them to ride around town on motorcycles without helmets. They have a law against dancing but not riding motorcycles without helmets. What is up with that? I don't think they actually care about the well-being of the youth of that uh, fictional town. The redneck in the bar dancing with Sarah Jessica Parker tells Willard to flake off. Really? A redneck in a bar drinking and stealing girls draws the line on the F-bomb? Most drunk rednecks can't actually any form any other words beside the F word, so I don't, I'm not really buying that one. I'm not sure if it was the movie's editor or the choreographer of the Kevin Bacon dancing in the factory scene, but someone does not understand physics, like, at all. At the end, the preacher and his wife were too busy dancing in the field at the senior prom to notice that the town bully was having an all-out brawl with Kevin Bacon and Chris Penn. Shows you how much he cares. Also, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Preacher probably went home and had fornication, which means he was right about the music all along. Kevin Bacon today in 2020 still has some of the shiniest hair in Hollywood, and I think it's because of all the glitter dropped on him during the final dance scene at the senior prom. The filmmakers grossly exaggerated the dance induction capability of 1980s boomboxes and Volkswagen bug tape decks playing Kenny Loggins' songs. Seems like whenever music is being played, everybody around that music just can't help themselves but to start dancing. At the restaurant, when they're playing a boombox, they've got music playing. Uh, Kevin Bacon in the factory scene. Uh, certainly, Kenny Loggins does get your toes a-tapping. But the speakers in a Volkswagen Bug parked in a huge factory warehouse will definitely not get the job done. I promise you that. Those sick burns in Footloose are amazing. When the redneck yells to Ren McCormick, Kevin Bacon, I thought only pansies wore neckties. Kevin Bacon yells back, oh yeah, well I thought only assholes used the word pansy. Oh my God, I've never heard such sick burns. Crazy. 
All right, let's move on to Flashdance. I've only got two on Flashdance. Uh, is anybody else annoyed by how inattentive most of the guys in Mobby's bar are as Alex does her first dance in the opening of the film? It's like these guys are actually annoyed by her being up there interrupting their chit-chat. Uh, and then when she dumps a bucket load of water on herself, making her look even more sexy, they're just annoyed that they got a little few drops on them as well. Uh, it's crazy. I don't think that's actually how it would have played out. And lastly, there's two guys that run a competing nightclub to Mobbies. It's called Zanzibar. All right? They're seen on the street trying to get people to come in. Um, but it must not be much of a nightclub because those same two guys can be found hanging out in Mobbies almost every night. There you go. I'm sure there's more on Flashdance and Footloose, but that's what I got for you. And lastly, the third thing. Uh... Let's count the uhs in this episode. Uh, as we wrap up uh, with a drum solo, there will be a uh, an uh counter. There's another one right there. I'm trying to stop. I used to be in a thing called Toastmasters. It is a it's a public speaking club. You get together every uh, month or so, and you you give speeches. You analyze each other's speeches. You you work on your public speaking skills in a real setting, uh, in which you have to speak to the public uh, in your Toastmasters meeting. And part of those meetings is that there's someone in there counting ums and uhs and all those little filler words that we use as we're speaking. And uh, as I'm listening to my own podcast, as I produce it here, I'm realizing I have uh, completely started using uh again all the time. I can't stop. And now that I'm aware of it, I will should be able to stop. So we're going to do an uh counter on each episode after the final drum solo, we'll reveal how many uhs and ums there were in the episode. And uh, I'm not going to edit them out, at least not yet. Unless for some reason I just can't stop, then I might go through and actually edit them out. But for now, you're going to have to live with them just like I do. And hopefully the whole process will make me a better public speaker and with fewer uhs and ums. So there you go. Episode three, third thing. Thank you so much for listening. And now a drum solo. Thirty-one uhs and ums. God, that's awful. There was a huge chunk of them in the section where I was talking about uhs and ums. And I probably missed some. I thought I was keeping a pretty good tally, but there's an easily a chance that I got distracted and missed some. Thirty-one uhs and ums. We're going to see if we can get that number way down in episode four, fourth thing. We'll see you next time.